Hello and welcome to another edition of the Copcast podcast. We are coming to you after Liverpool 3, Crystal Palace 0. Um, another three points, another three goals. Um, it's uh, three goals in each of the last three games inside a week. And the Reds are, are joined top of the table and they're looking good. And to, to, to go through... The bits and pieces of this game. I have Beryl Akis in the Netherlands. Beryl, are we well? Yeah, thank you. Uh, very well. How, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Yes. Yes, great. And I've also got Johnny Henderson in Belfast. Johnny, are you also well, my friend? I am very well indeed. Yes, thank you. Splendid. So let's just get kicked into it then. Um, Johnny, you saw the side. And I think... It would be fair to say there's a couple of little concerns when the team came out. Chief among them for me would be the fact that uh, we didn't have Trent due to what I believe is to be an illness. Um, so Miller slotted in at right back. Um, Simicus comes in at left back and we see Canada keep his place and Van Dijk to come in. Isn't that right? That is right, isn't it? Oh, well, no, Canabe was his debut, wasn't it? Because it was Gomez and Matip against uh, Milan, wasn't it? That was oh, his... It was, yes. So Canabe keeps his place. Thank you for my correction. Um, Canabe keeps... It's been so much football, it's hard to keep up. And I think... Yes, well, no, Canabe comes in for his debut. He doesn't keep his place. Yeah, so I, I suppose I suppose that kind of that kind of is, is my point, and that is the question to you, Johnny. The, the rotation amongst the back four has been like nothing we've really seen. Um from Klopp before, you know, I know obviously the the, the, the change at right back is in Boris, but Simicus has got more game time already than he's had all the way through last season. Um, I know Robertson Robertson uh, starts the season injured, but um, you know he showed enough in those first, in that first game to to show that he is a capable deputy for him. Um, and we now have the, the four lads at centre back, and they've all been used this week, and you know they all come with their own qualities and, and their own attributes. And it seems to be at the minute, you know, no matter who we play against, and no matter what back four it is, um, we seem really, really solid. It's only one goal conceded, and I saw some statistics earlier on where, you know, we we've conceded the third least shots per game in the league so far. So, you know, it's working, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it is working. I would say, though, the one caveat I did read somewhere that Allison has made like seven one on one saves. I think he's only conceded, I don't even think he's, con, he's conceded. I think stats were that from those type of shots, he should have probably conceded four. Um, but he's, but then it said he'd only conceded one, but I was trying to think of the one because it was the, the sort of fluke header, wasn't it, from Havertz, which was kind of yeah. a fluke goal. Uh, you know, that was... I know some people say it wasn't a fluke. You just helped it all. Well, I don't think it was a fluke. I think it was an absolutely outstanding header from an absolutely outstanding footballer. But it's, yeah. a goal that, it's a goal that, you know, that's not a chance that he converts at a high no. percentage if he has it over and over again. No, absolutely. I mean, there was a couple, there was a couple of big saves. I'm, I'm just thinking through. There was a couple of big saves in some of the games. But no, you're right. I mean... Overall, we've started the season really well, really solid, and you're right. Um, it's a level of rotation that we haven't seen, and I think some of it is due to natural development of players. 
um, like Simakas, he got the Robo treatment, didn't he? He came in and he, he basically was thrown in the <laughs> club's basement where you learn you learn how club wants you to play for maybe a year or six yeah. months. And that's what happened to him. Same as Robo, in fairness. I mean, Robo came in for a couple of games early on and then people really liked the look of him. Then he vanished. And then he came back. Yeah, I always go back to the Fabinho one as well, Johnny, where if you remember, he comes in kind of, I don't know, a couple of months, a couple of months into the season away to Arsenal and he <laughs> looks like an absolute cabbage. And he we yeah. don't see him again for a couple of months. Yeah, absolutely. Just getting up to the speed of it, understanding what's required in that team, which is such a hard team to get into, a team that have been so consistent for, for a number of years. So, yeah, it's... I mean, it's. I, I think as well. Part of it is the development, natural development of players. We've we've obviously got far more options there. Canadi's come in. He's thirty five, thirty six million pound player. You've got Gomez, who was quite rightly lauded as one of the best emerging centre young centre backs in world football. He partnered Van Dyke all through the season where we had won our first league title. He was he was pivotal to that. Um, and then you have Milner, <laughs> which probably was the. The unplanned bit of the rotation, shall we say? I think Trent would have 100% been starting that game. But no, you're, you know, we've seen it with Milan midweek. We've seen they brought Gomez and and, and he gave Virgil a, a rest. And I think Virgil's a funny one because Virgil sort of seems like one of those players that doesn't seem to break sweat. You could almost imagine Virgil strolling through a league season because he. He seems to conserve energy a fair bit just by the way he plays. But, yeah, it's an interesting one. I think we've got a viable option at left back now, and that's really good. It's really, really good because, you know, two good options. I mean, Robertson's world class. Um, and to have, to be able to take Joel Matip out, given his record of injuries, you know, given Gomez's record of injuries. And obviously, it's unfair to say Van Dyke's record of injuries. He was... The man was was a rock before he had that really horrendous tackle on him. So, no, but it, it's it's a there's a wee part of me. I wonder what 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 do you think, Burl? But there, there's a wee part of me as well that wonders: is this club sort of making a point about he historically likes to work with a smallish squad? He's shown that at Dortmund. And he's just keeping people involved. And I wonder, is there a little bit of he's giving two fingers to people and saying we don't have depth? He doesn't, I don't know. He just seems to be early in the season going, you say we don't have depth, I'll show you. I, I, can, I can drop players in here and performances won't be impacted. I don't know. Yeah, Beryl, Johnny's got a really good point. Um, and I think Simicus is probably chief among them at the minute where he really has just he really has just slotted in his, his delivery both from open play and as we saw um from corners on on Saturday is is really excellent he's live wire I think is it I can't remember what game it is at home where he, he seems to get Burnley I think it is he gets wrestled about and bullied off the ball and he's kind of almost doing that Milner thing where he's hobbling around on all fours and Somehow manages to come out with the ball. Uh, it was one of those kind of Andy Robble moments where he, you know, he, he chases the whole team down against against um, Manchester City that season. And the, you know, the three goals come come from from the corners, and that is now another 
really, really solid, viable set-piece option. And not only that, but what we've also got that we didn't necessarily have last season are the absolute monsters just kind of trotting up into the penalty area, the Van Dykes and the Maddops and the, and the Kanates to really cause mayhem in there. And we, we capitalised on that, you know, ruthlessly on Saturday. Yeah, our our, uh, our set pieces are uh, you know are, are something every every team that that plays against us will be very much very very concerned about. And um, you know, you, you talked about Simikas, um, and and he, he uh, I think he's uh, he has now shown uh, in the games that he that he uh, that he that he played that he is a very viable uh, you know. Um, uh, understudy is the word that that, that I uh, most commonly use for for his role. Um, and and uh, he he and and you know competition is always good, but you know I, I think Andy Robertson is still um, a, a bit ahead of him. But it's always good, you know, that that he's being pushed on. Um, although I don't think Andy Robertson really uh, needs to be pushed on by by other people. You know, he, he pushes himself on. I think. But you know, in 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 the unfortunate event that uh, that the Robo can't play, then uh, we wouldn't be worried anymore. And and his his set piece delivery, uh, Timika's set piece delivery is, uh, I think, um, uh, on par and maybe even better than than uh, than Robo's set piece delivery, who is also you know a very uh, adequate uh, uh, corner and 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 and. Um, Corner taker and and what the uh, you know he, he sometimes uh, also does the does the these these uh, these crosses with with uh, free kicks and etc. And and uh, I think uh, you know he's do he did a really uh, good job and um, and uh, you know um, uh, Johnny um, um, asked maybe uh, you know um, uh, uh, speculated that maybe maybe uh, Klopp. Is trying to show that that we have more strength and depth than uh, than people uh, were saying that we had. But uh, you know, I I don't think he he usually is someone who you know uh, takes you know th- th- this kind of political arguments into into account when when uh, when selecting his team. But yeah, it, it it might be that he's maybe more inclined to 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 rotate. But uh, I I think uh, it's it's more. Um, Probable, I would say that that they have uh, tried to learn lessons from, uh, you know, the amount of of of, uh, of injuries that we had last season, and um, um, you know, some of them, like Virgil van Dijk, uh, very unfortunate and were due to um, the impact of, of of other players. So you know, that's nothing you can do about um, by rotating. But you know, uh, uh, some of uh, the injuries were were clearly because of uh, you know uh, p- players uh, having to play more than they really were uh, able to. I think that the the Henderson um, injury you know against Everton at that time uh, that I saw that one coming. I have to say, and and uh, maybe the Matip one was 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 something like that as well. You know he he had been in and out of the team because of injuries, but. Uh, um, you know, maybe they are trying to to keep um, 
the squad fresher and trying to to uh, to to prevent injuries as as much as they can um, by rotating and 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 it certainly also um, serves to 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 give players like Konate and Simikas minutes so that they can uh, adapt to this new uh, league for them. You know, uh, for Konate it's, it's 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 his first season. Simikas his second, but. Um, uh, you know, you, you need to adapt to this to this league, which is quite relentless. And and in in the way we play, um, a, a lot is demanded from every player in every position. And you need to you need to play your role in in the system in the in the and what what we keep calling the machine that 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 uh, that we are. And I I think this is why. Uh, all players have uh, have t- uh, need time to, to adapt to it, and uh, and some ha- have have you know needed more time, and and some maybe need need less time because you know Konate did, did a really good job, I think. Um, uh, but you know, let, let's uh, let, let's uh, leave this part uh, right here now. All right, yeah. Well, well, let's not actually, Johnny, because let's have a bit of <laughs> okay. let's have a bit of Kanate chat. Um, it's his debut. Um, he's absolutely massive. Like he's absolutely <laughs> huge. He's a big lad. He's a big lad. do you know what I like? I think he was first to celebrate for every goal. He was first. He was first there. Yeah, he was certainly first with Mane, and he's cer- certainly first with Mo for for those goals that went in. Um, well, he was certainly get... first for Keita because I can remember he was sort of laughing. I think it was no, it might have been. It was Jones was laughing then, actually with Naby, I think. Yeah. But then he was laughing as well. Yeah. So you know, he he was he was running around with a big smile on his face. Um, obviously, absolutely loving the fact that he's out there. We all saw. We all saw his. Um, his. Let's call it eccentric, um, seemingly endless celebrations after he signed for the club with flares and and, <laughs> and this, this huge extended entourage around him and stuff. But um, he's not perfect. Um, there's a couple of times he maybe gets caught. Um, he has he has that one battle with I think Edward where he kind of he gets a little. Not wrong side of him, but Edwards sort of steals a march on him, and he gets back, and he he actually gets a toe in. But you know, there's there's still I think work to be done with this player, but you can obviously see the raw talent. Do you think that you'll continue to see that rotation with him, or could potentially this be another kind of, as we just talked about it, a kind of Robertson for being new Simicas kind of moment? Yeah, it's. I, I think you'll see more of him than that. I think I think there's, he's a big unit. He costs money, and I think he will. Klopp will use him sparingly this season, and I'm sure he's explained to him already that you know getting into the Liverpool team is is very difficult because you've got the best centre back in the world, one of the best centre backs we've ever seen play for Liverpool, and Van Dijk, and then you've got to compete with with really, really good players. Like Matty, for my money, is probably in the top five centre-backs in that league as well, easily. Oh, Johnny, Matty is, Matty is the centre-half that everybody wants, but nobody knows that they want. Yeah, 
you know, so you got him. He's so, he's so underrated. And you're, cr- you're, you're absolutely right. I don't think, you know, there was this chat at the start of the year about a lot of people just thought Kanate was just going to dander into that team and be Van Dyke's partner. But he will have to work incredibly hard at this place, Joel Matta. Yeah. Oh, well, 100% he will. And I think it was a good game for him um, in that their two players down the middle, um, Edward obviously did well in his debut, fastest goal ever for a substitute, wasn't it, against Spurs when he came on? Um, but but he's still acclimatising. He's come come down from Celtic. So I think Liverpool knew that they were going to go with Jordan Ayew. He hasn't scored in 32 games or something. And Ben Teke, And they really are not. They're not a good Makes Ben Teke look prolific, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, they're pretty. Their goal threat is pretty abysmal. But I think Liverpool knew it would be a physical battle with those two. Um, you know, given his size, given his power, um, and I think it was for, and there was there was phases in the game where he was, and I wouldn't, I think struggling would be putting it a bit too far, but it wasn't comfortable for him. It was a proper introduction to to the Premier League, you know, where it's the pace is quick, and you're right, he did get caught a couple of times. Maybe a wee bit tighter on Edward. He just let he got let him get down the side of him. But what you could see in those moments was he has that pace and he has that power. And when he switches on, and he'll learn from playing, you know, you, you don't train. Johnny, yeah, and listen, I think we forget, maybe it's because of the size of him. Maybe it's because of the fee that we paid. He's 21. I know, he, he, he is. I mean, the, the, the potential. He's a boy. Yeah, the ceiling that's there, the ceiling that's there. But what what I think is interesting when you were talking about the set pieces, because I said before the when when we were talking pre pod, I was going looking for it. And Dan Kennett, um, if you follow Dan Kennett on on Twitter, he always does some really interesting breakdowns and on on data and analytics and stuff. But he was saying that the best ever. Uh, there's 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 a stat they have which is set pieces that that convert to shots or efforts on goal, and the record so that could be corners, it could be free kicks, whatever it is, and the record for a season by a team is four point eight, and Liverpool are currently averaging eight point five. So after six games, Liverpool have had fifty one efforts. Set pieces that have ended up in a in a shot on goal. So if you think about like Salas, you know where Van Dyke just sort of physical power gets in there and, and falls for Salah. You think of Fabinho again, just that physicality in the box that leads where it ends up with him drilling it into the net. So having big lads works in the Premier League, which is something we yeah, probably yeah. See Johnny, there's another stat that is I think it's when Joel Matter plays, we score a goal from a corner once every one every three games. Ah, oh, it's mad, isn't it? Mental. That's mad. So that's yeah, like 13 well, goals a season from a corner, just if Joel Maddock plays. Enormous. And, you know, that set, you know, that, that that opening goal too, you know, where set piece, you know, Salah breaks away the corner. You know, those things are critical. I mean, if you're trying, if a team are, are frustrating you in open play, being able to 
being able to do it from set pieces, it's such a weapon. And we've seen it the season that we won the league. You know, we were unbelievable from set pieces that season. So, yeah, if we've added that to our armory again, we'll all be very happy. But, in, you know, in summary, it was a good debut. I think it was a tough one for him, but it was a good baptism of fire. And I think he came through it and we got a clean sheet. So, so all good. Yeah, I think that set piece one's interesting for me with the big lads because the first goal I thought was so clever. Um, I'm, I'm a tall guy and I know when I played football at corners, I was just told, see every other corner, just stay out of it because what you'll do is you'll just bring one of their big lads out of, out of, the, out of where we want to put the ball. And we have boys that do that now. And what we found was... Mo just ducks around that melee of big lads marking big lads and gets there's like there's nobody within like two or three yards of him when he heads the ball. And that from a corner by, is absolutely by, mad. By the way, Dave, what a great header it was. Unbelievable and a great save. Mm. Um but then you saw it, Manny, like just gobbles it up completely unmarked because all the big lads are with the other big lads and, and these two little boys steal a march on everybody. Yeah. Um, because everybody's worrying about Van Dyke and Canate and Fabinho and and you know even Henderson, um, who's you know six foot plus. So yeah, it's great, and I think you know the variety as well was super. Um, Beryl, Johnny throws up the you know really interesting stat around around the corners there, which is which is you know excellent. But another statistic I saw was I think we've had. Something like 25 more shots than the next, than the second place team this season with regards to shots. And not only that, but we're not, we're not doing it in such a way, a, a Rodgers-esque way, where we're giving it up at the other end of the pitch. And there's a couple of little tactical tweaks we're seeing, this, this little triangle people are talking about down the right-hand side. We're playing a little bit more central. The left-hand side is, is you know, very much the get-to-the-byline sort of, sort of end of the pitch and, and little combinations in and around the box. But we found a way to, people say we're kind of profligate in front of goal, which is fair enough, but it looks like we've just decided, okay, so we, we, can't, we can't statistically improve how clinical we're going to be in front of goal. So the other solution is just to have more shots and we'll score more goals. And boys at the ear, is it working? Yeah, there is a logic behind it. Yeah, you just you know, increase the volume of shots, and uh, as long as as they're not you know those low quality shots, you shouldn't take pot shots. But but then what we've seen there, you know, the last you know what the last two games, we've seen shots from outside the box that have ended up in goals. Yeah, so apparently those are not pot shots. Uh, you know, we 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 are uh, patient and uh, and but uh, but but still we we take um, we take more shots because you know th- that was one of the things that we didn't do enough I think uh, in, uh, in in previous seasons and especially the eighteen nineteen season. Uh, you know, and and it's hard to be critical about a season that in which you. Uh, almost uh, gather uh, what was it 98 points and not not almost but you know we, we get 98 points but um i remember uh, the the nil nil draws against uh, against man united and against uh, against everton and and one of the things that i thought at that 
time was, you know, we, we should, you know, ha have more shots on goal. But, you know, that, that's that's all, um, um, you know, with hindsight, etc. But, uh, yeah, I, I think we have tweaked our, our, our tactics again. We are, uh, uh, I think, trying not to be predictable. And you, you need to 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 uh, to to improve every season, improve and you know, and sometimes improving is just changing. And, uh, and you know, we, we talked about the set pieces that we clearly worked on and we clearly changed a bit. Um, I think this was the second goal this season that um, that uh, Salah scores after uh, after getting the ball from from a corner um, uh, in which uh, Virgil uh, van Dijk contests the ball and then you know the, the ball gets to him and he 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 shoots and he scores and you know and. Uh, it, it maybe it looked like it was easy, but it was it was a really difficult shot. Uh, you know, it was it was near, but but he still, uh, you know, he just hammers it in exactly where 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 you want to have it to score the goal. Um, and 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 we have these players. We have we have Jota. We have uh, Salah, who you know can can shoot very truly, and you know and very. Um, with, with lots of power, Mane too. Mane has been, you know, and uh, not this game as much as as uh, the one before. Very, very profligate, but still, you know, he's he's scoring goals, and and the goal he scored now was I thought it was a very good goal um, because you know he he was in the right spot and was pay, paying attention to what was happening, and uh, I I think. Uh, again, and and uh, it's very unfortunate that the Harvey Elliott is is not um, available now to to uh, to um, to continue with this with this interesting triangle that we had uh, on the right. But you know, uh, I think Hendo uh, did did well. Uh, yeah, I didn't think he did as well as Harvey Elliott did, and and this and this is you know a very high praise I think. Um, but you know, he 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 scored his goal against Milan, and and again. Something that he, he he rarely does, you know, scoring. Maybe uh, our midfielders should chip in, uh, scoring goals, and and they started chipping in. Keita scored, um, uh, uh, Hendo scored. I'm, I'm I'm sure I'm forgetting someone. Yeah, yeah. No, Fabinho Sabinho scored. scored against Leeds. Yeah. Uh, uh, so they are chipping in now, and 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 I don't think this is a coincidence. I don't think it's a coincidence. That we have this high volume of shots. I don't think it's a coincidence that we have this high volume of shots after set pieces. We are clearly working on on the uh, the offensive side of things um, because you know there was nothing broken at the defensive side of things. Uh, so you know, let's not change that a lot. Um, I think we are we are a very good team again, and uh, it's it's it even. Um, I, I was a bit worried because, you know, um, Milner against Zaha and uh, how would uh, Konate do? Um, uh, you know, it, it, it's, you know, a bit of upheaval is always a slight worry, of course, you know. Um, but uh, I was also excited to see these players and uh, to see what we would do in, in changing circumstances. And and it, it's fun to watch us. It's fun to to watch uh, us. Um, you know, it's 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 very much fun to, to watch us win. But I think uh, it's um, 
I think this is very encouraging what what, what we are seeing right now, and I hope it uh, it, it continues. Yeah, I think we all do, Beryl. <laughs> you know, um, and yeah. to be honest, you know, again, looking at the underlying numbers, it looks as there's no reason to suggest that it won't, barring some sort of you know black magic that that was cast upon us last year. Johnny, we've talked about the number of shots there, and you know, chief amongst the shot takers um, in the league, in fact, um, Sadio Mane with 24 shots more than anybody else. Second only, or um, behind him is is Mo Salah, 22 shots, and then we've Anto- Antonio and, and Bruno Fernandez on 18 and 17 respectively. Now, if you're having more shots than Bruno Fernandez, Jesus, do you know? <laughs> Bruno likes a shot. <laughs> Bruno loves a shot. Now, I think Mane, Mane, I think took 10 of those shots against Leeds, but. I think it, it just kind of... <laughs> he did. He, he <laughs> bloody half of them against Yeah, I know, I know. Um, but, you know, that comes as no surprise. And it, it just goes to show that, that, that we're doing the, doing the right things at the right end of the pitch. And people have talked a lot about the front three needs freshened up. And, and, you know, we need another one in. And, you know, maybe maybe as, as the season progresses and, and we start to get into the business end, Hindsight might tell us that maybe we did need another one, you know, but I'll tell you now, for my money, it's not for the need of freshening up, you know, it's in case the worst is to happen. And it's, it's, it's a, you know, it's, a, it's, it's mitigation more than anything else to have another one in, but that's money. Yeah. A hundred Premier League goals. Um, he's, he's three and five for the season. And I think his performances maybe haven't been there. Certainly last season, he, he struggled. I think we, we all can appreciate that. We know the, the COVID circumstances behind it and his concerns with his own kind of thoughts around his, his performance levels. But he's been eclipsed by Salah, certainly. But we do forget that this guy is still world class. Yeah, he, he really is. I mean... He was really the first because he came in the season before. Yeah, he was Salah. the first piece in the jigsaw, wasn't he? He was the catalyst. I mean, he came in and that, you know, that debut goal at Arsenal, which was just incredible, <laughs> where he cut inside oh. uh, the, the one off his left foot. But he's just been, you know, probably is the right time to say, like, what, what, what a player he's been and. He's just a phenomenal athlete. He's so hungry and he's got so much desire. And he's the one thing I always said about Mammy is he never shirks. He always shows for the ball. No matter how many times he gets fouled or kicked, he just demands the ball. He loves it. And, you know, there were wee signs at the end of last season. So that last game, I think it might have been Palace actually, wasn't it? Was it Palace where he scored a couple the final game of the season, just when we were sort of securing the 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 Champions League place on the final day? He had a good game at Anfield with the crowd in. He just he thrives off a crowd. I mean, he's a player. He he wants that intensity of the crowd and that. And is he is he quite at? And, and this seems mad given what you've just said. 
you know, those stats show that he is one of the most effective and dangerous players in the league, getting into great positions. I still think for me, there's just a little bit of times where just that absolute razor sharp edge, whereas he's not just, clinical, I think is what would probably all agree to. Yeah, he's, he's he's not as clinical as he was, and, but I think it was more. I noticed it in the Chelsea game where there was there was times the ball went in them, and we were in a chance maybe where we bit of the right one two or the right he that took his touch and went past someone could have opened up the whole pitch, and it was stuff that we've just been so accustomed for years to seeing him just do it. He just without even thinking would control it instantly. He's away. And against Chelsea, there was a few times it, it bounced off him, it didn't come off him. But but there's definitely signs that he's getting it back. And against Leeds, I mean, he eventually gets the goal he deserved, but he, he you know he was he was so wasteful in that. But game. Johnny, but that's Just, a, that that that's almost a microcosm of what you were saying because see some players after you know five or six shots and they haven't scored and they've missed the target. They just might think, you know what? I can't be. I can't, honestly can't be bothered with it with the grief of missing a game. So I'll I'm just going to pass easy, it. I'll take the easy option and yes. I'll just say he's pass. He never does that, does he? No, <laughs> no, he just he never does. He wants goals. He, he he's sitting watching Mane and you or he has Salah across from him. And you've got to remember these guys have been competing against each other for golden bits. We remember against Burnley when he you know he was throwing his head up. He was going mad on the bench. Because he felt solid and passed him and stuff. So he's competitive, and that's great. And he wants goals, and that's great. But uh, what a player. I mean, what a player he, he is. And there, there's a lot of really positive signs, isn't there, that he's going to that he, that he's gonna kick on this season and bang more in. And uh, if, if Sadio Mane gets his full Sadio Mane gear on top of Mo Salah, who is the best player in that league at the moment, Salah, you know, you, you get those two. And the, the quality we've got now in that midfield and behind them in the back four, that keeper, we'll, we'll take a bit of stop. Yeah, Beryl, it, to me, that number of shots that he's taken is really, really significant. And I think for a long time, Mo Salah's been called selfish. And I'm OK with that. Um, I'm OK with wanting to score loads of goals. Because goals win games, and it, scoring a goal, as we all know, is the cliche goals, is the hardest thing to do in football. I don't know what you think, but you know, is there a possibility that someone's just had a sat down, maybe the manager, maybe Pep Linders, maybe whoever, and just said, right, Sadio, do you know why Mo scores loads of goals? It's because he shoots loads, and he puts himself in really good positions. So, see, instead of doing what you're doing, which is trying to do what you think is the best thing for the team and look for the pass and look for the bear player in the better position. What I want you to do is just be a bit more Mo Salah. Just be a bit more. Take it. And if you're in and around the penalty area and you can get your shot off, get your shot off because the goals will come from it. It's certainly a possibility. Um, um, I, I don't know. Uh, to, to be... To be uh... Um, I, I, it's not the first thing I thought about. I, I, I really think the 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 rivalry has uh, sometimes uh, taken the better of him. Uh, you know, and, and maybe I'm exaggerating exaggerating a bit now, but um, I think he's better if he's not trying to be Mo Salah. I think he's, you know, one of his qualities um, for me is, you know, his his most important qualities is is his team play is. 
being relentless in pressing, being, um, you know, the, 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 that, you know, we were talking about the triangle on, on the right, but the, the, the duo on the left was, was, it was also very, very effective for, 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 for lots of seasons. Uh, and uh, and you're right that uh, and, and on that side it's, it's more um, Robo um, getting to the byline uh, and um, but you know they have this these integrate in, intricate passes between them and 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 Mo is 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 making uh, not not Mo Sadio was always making hell for every right back that uh, that would oppose him so. Um, and I think he was most effective at that moment, and and he he got his goals um, because he was confident. Um, I remember the I think it's the four three against Man City, and and, and he, he he gets into a position and he should really pass it, but he doesn't, and he shoots, and with with his left foot even, and but you know it's it, it's it's right in the corner. It's it's an, it's a marvelous goal. Um, and and he scores that goal because he's very confident and and I think he he takes these ten shots against Leeds which which you know really wasn't an exaggeration it, it were really ten shots um, uh, because he um, you know probably the adage if you if you don't uh, succeed uh, at first then you try again and he was very stubborn and he he was infuriating uh, Jota and and Mo at times but. He got his goal, and 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 that's and that's very important that he got his goal. And I think, you know, the goal he got against uh, Crystal Palace was was a really good goal. It's it's a real poacher's uh, goal, and um, and normally, you know, the the roles would be reversed. He would he would have headed the ball, and and Mo would have tapped it in. Um, I, you know, I, I I don't really care which one of them scores more goals. As long as uh, we win games, and and I think uh, uh, Klopp and 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 Landers, um, uh, I don't I don't know why I came with a, with an Coase, but never mind that. But uh, the coaches, um, I, I think um, they won't mind as well. But um, it, it, it he he went through some sort of form crisis last season, and he was soul searching. In a way, and uh, you know, it, I, I don't think that we have entirely uh, got got gotten over that uh, in his case. But um, um, he 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 is getting there, and uh, um, I, I hope um, I hope we get to see more of the the Sadio Mane from before. And 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 you know, I, I don't need him to score lots of goals as long as as we score lots of goals. I don't know if you agree with that, but uh, th- that's how uh, I feel about I, it. Oh, listen, Beryl, I don't care if Allison scores 30 goals a season. <laughs> you know, I'm happy. He might. He, well, he, he might. Johnny, you know, just just while we're on goals, um, Salah again, I think, what, what are we up to now? Five-season wonder? Is, is, that what, is that what we're going to call it? Five-season, yeah, he's the yeah. five-season wonder. Yeah, five, he's five-season wonder. So, you know, he's come a long way from being a one-season wonder. So you've got to, give him, got to give him credit there. That's him up to 99 goals, Premier League goals for Liverpool. Um, and, you know, there's been a bit of chat during the week about is he underappreciated or is he underrated? I don't think Salah's underrated necessarily. I do think he's more 
underappreciated and whether this kind of slips under the radar or not for certain people it's I, I certainly don't think it does amongst Liverpool fans but you know people have healed the likes of Sergio Aguero for example and Aguero was a phenomenal striker and had his injury issues but it just doesn't seem to be celebrated in the same way and it's strange and I think people are maybe starting to come around to it now five seasons later do you know but Johnny it's 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 just phenomenal what he what he continues to do and not only that he continues to do it by being part of this system that still finds him popping up at right back covering for Trent sometimes and yeah. certainly you know certainly we have to start talking about him as not just a not just a, a Premier League great but an all-time Liverpool great an all-time Liverpool great oh 100% when Salah eventually the sad day when he last kicks the ball for Liverpool there's no there's no debate in this. He is absolutely one of the greatest uh one of the greatest players to have played for Liverpool. Um he he's just exceptional and he isn't as celebrated. I think it's because maybe he's just so functional and consistent in what he does. Um, the other thing, Johnny, that people people point to, and I can kind of get this point as well, is because what was it, forty four goals in his first season, and since then, it almost looks like underperformance, if that makes sense, against that standard that he set in year one. Yeah, and I think there, there, there was the balance of that team in year one too was a wee bit more. It was a wee bit more gung ho. I mean, that was a team that that. That loved scoring goals, but they were just as liable to lose goals in, in a way as well. And part of the adjustments that Klopp made to make us more solid and more grounded out, it meant that, you know, Salah, as opposed to being a 34 goal season, you know, he's he's been hovering around the, the, the 20 mark and they. He's just so consistent, and, and I know even last season he, he should have been top scorer in the league. I mean, he had a, he had a, there was a lot of big chances last season that I think you know, in a full Anfield and stuff, he, he would stick away. Um, but it is it, there are definitely a lot of people that seem to, you know, they don't seem overly fussed on him outside of Liverpool, and I, I don't really care about those people if, if, if I'm honest. I think if you look what he brings. To Liverpool, it's incredible, and he—he's—he's—he's he's a, he's a cool finisher. He's, but he's always a threat. He's always looking to—he's always demanding the ball. He's always getting in the areas that hurt teams. And one of the, one of the trans the, the transformations you've seen it when he ripped off his. I've seen someone saying, "If if if I had an upper body like that, I wouldn't own any." I wouldn't own any shirts. <laughs> He's, you know, he is absolutely ripped. He's so strong. And I think that's that's partly to your reaction to probably we've noticed a lot of times, you know, players get away with murder against them. They just 
go in and wrestle. And people seem to get away with wrestling Salah in a way that you never see with other players. And Salah's almost taken that personally and thought, all right, then, well, if players are going to be allowed to wrestle me, I'm just going to turn myself into an absolute tank. And if anybody wants to get tight on me, good luck to them, because I am going to muscle them. And he's so physically strong, but he's just such an intelligent footballer. He's so clinical in the final third. He's always getting into the positions. I think, Johnny, the goal against Leeds, the goal against Leeds, I think, is a brilliant example of this, because... Classic Salah, wasn't it? He he takes it on the corner, the corner of the box, and he rolls it off the matter. And his movement to get into... And the by the way, he's, just to tap he, it in. He's, he's raging with Matip because Matip because he doesn't get it right away. And straight away, he sort of throws his arms to say, "Why didn't you give me that?" And then the ball goes wide, and he's straight on it again. He's switched on, transips yeah. it, and bang. And that's that. You're right. Like that's that's classic Salah. And he he gets so many of those of, the, of those goals, uh, and he's turned into a real clinical poacher. But you see the one against Norwich as well in the opening day where the corner just sort of gets half clear. And he's, he, he's, he's sort of rediscovered that one again now where he just takes that wee touch and inside of his left foot into the far corner, which was his absolute trademark that first season. That was his calling card. You know, if you think about Roma in the, the semi-final, the one he just drilled, you know, curls in from the, the angle. Um, but he's just, oh, he's an immense player and he's, He's so creative as well. I mean, the amount of times he, he, he the decision making, his decision making is absolutely world class. Is 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 timing of the pass, is knowing when to release it, and he's such a goal threat now that you know he's like there's a phrase now. He's like the honeypot, isn't he? He draws so many players around him, and he's learned how to sort of use that, manipulate that to to help the team, and. Oh, he's, he's just a phenomenal player. For for my money, he's he's the best player in that league. I, I you you cannot tell me if there's a player in that league that's that's better than him right now. Especially when it comes to like forwards, he's he's out in his own. He's he dominates. I, I wouldn't change him for Mbappe. Would, would you? I, I would. I wouldn't. At this moment, no. I wouldn't change him for Mbappe. No, 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 I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. No, no, he's he, he he dominates for me. He just he dominated the game on Saturday. He dominated the game the week before at Leeds. He dominated the game. He the game was played at his pace. He was determining what was happening in that game every time he got the ball. He he's bullying fullbacks now. He's just you know I felt sorry for Furpo at Leeds. I felt sorry for Young Mitchell. You know coming up against him, he is. And he, and he just does it. You've seen him at Old Trafford last season, where, you know, in, even in the cup game where we lost or the game where we scored four, he's, he scores goals there. He's just, he's, he's, he's clinical. He, he has he has the loft. And he's, his mentality is, for me, he's just absolutely elite mentality. Misses a penalty against AC Milan. He's a man on a mission. He gets the equaliser. He makes it 2-2 with a clever finish. He's brilliant. He's brilliant, and we will. There won't even be a dis- debate on this. When people are talking about their all-time Liverpool eleven, um, in in a couple of years, loads, if not most people, will most Salah will be on that, and quite rightly so. Yeah, they're all. It's to me, Johnny makes loads of good points there, and you know, you ask the question, would you swap for Mbappe? No, I. He has been eclipsed 
in his numbers, certainly by the absurdity of, of Ronaldo and Messi over the last number of years. But for me, I feel there's a strong argument to say, given where those two are in their career now, given the kind of summer that Mbappe has had at the World Cup, given Neymar's constant issues and literally Salah outnumbering him every year since he's been at Liverpool in terms of goals and assists. There is an argument to say that he's the best player in the world right now. And at the level of physical conditioning that he's got himself into, as Johnny's mentioned, plus, you know, just the way he lives his life um, and his absolute, as Johnny also states, his elite mentality and his absolute dedication to his craft. I'll come back to my previous question. We've, we've talked, it's been talked to death about the front three need fresh, may not, but this guy can go until 34, 35, can't he? Yeah, exactly. Um, um, you know, I, I, I don't think Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, uh, you know, he, he has been um, called uh, uh, an example, uh, uh, both as a football player, and as a man, and, and I wouldn't agree to the, the latter part. But as a football player, he, he, he has taken care of himself and he has, um, you know, the, the physical side of things is, is the most controllable uh, part. You can you know, you, you have a, you, I, I, you could say you have a fixed amount of talent, and and uh, and I think it's clear that uh, every uh, professional football player has has considerable talent, and 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 probably Messi uh, has more talent than than anyone else at this moment. But you know, I having watched him in in a couple of games for Paris Saint Germain, I'm I'm uh, he may, he may be encountering some some of the effects of getting older and, and, and not taking care of yourself as, as well as, as Cristiano Ronaldo has. And, and uh, yeah, I agree with, uh, with both of you uh, about the physical presence that, that, uh, that Salah had. And, uh, and, and I wouldn't be wearing shirts, uh, you, know, and, you know, not until uh, the, the temperature dropped below zero Celsius if I had a, an upper body like that. And, uh, 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 and he he took the the yellow card uh, just to sh- to show it. Um, and, and if if someone takes care of himself uh, in that way, then yeah, only um, loads of, uh, loads lots of of bad luck can 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 hold him back. And uh, you know, uh, let, let's not jinx it if there is such a thing. Um, I I would really want him to sign uh, uh, an, an extension of his contract with us, so we can have this player who you know uh, plays so many roles for us. Not not only as a goal scorer, but uh, as you said, you know he 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 literally was was uh, was assisting uh, Milner at right back when he needed to. Which you know goes to show his, his immense work rate and and, and team team play, um, but you know the the sheer um, effect of that that you can play the ball up to him and 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 uh, you know he is in no way diminutive, but he but he, he you know he's not a very tall player and and usually. Um, only big, tall players are good at holding up the ball. But but you know he he is good at holding up the ball. It's at almost uh, Emil Heskey levels, 
and 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 then he goes and does something with it. Uh, so he's very important for our team play, and and his his output is is remarkable, and not only in goals but also in assists and also in in uh, you know all the other parts that 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 make him uh, a, a, a player that that everybody would would want in their team. So yeah, I I think he is underrated. I I think. Um, you know that there is an image of him, and um, uh, and and uh, and and yes, he he has of course suffered from the the, the halo of of Cristiano Ronaldo and and Messi doing uh, other worldly things, uh, and which which makes very good footballers uh, look like you know average footballers. But he he is about to eclipse them. It's it's the same thing that happened to Lewandowski. You know now now people are seeing are recognizing what a what an incredible talent he is. Maybe not again at the 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 the, the alien levels of, of of a Messi or a Ronaldo, but you know nonetheless he 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 scores lots of goals. He contributes to to his team and and as does as does Mo Salah. I I wouldn't change him for any player uh, in the world at this moment. And maybe. That is the answer to the question: Is he, um, um, at this moment, the best? Yeah, I, I, I don't really care about those comparisons, but I wouldn't trade him for anyone, uh, you know, including Mbappe, who is a, a, a world star in the making. Um, but at this moment, and 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 because of his 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 the way he, he looks after himself for for years to come, I wouldn't trade him. Yeah, I can go along with that. All right, Johnny, let's let's t- now that we've all decided that Liverpool are going to win the league, right? Um, obviously, obviously. Let, let's just take a brief <laughs> a brief look at who we think are who we think are going to be in and around that kind of struggle with us towards the end of the year. Um, before we before we briefly touch on Norwich, uh, let's. Let's give you a crack at, I don't know, who do you want, City or Chelsea? I suppose I'll look at Chelsea. All right, go um, Chelsea. Chelsea, they're the European champions. For me, they've got the best squad in the league, the best balanced squad in the league. They have, again, for me, a really tactically astute manager at the helm. Um, yeah. And they've got, They've got players that I would love. You know, Lukaku is is arguably the best number nine in the world. Um, Kante, we all know what Kante can do and Kante can bring when he can get himself on the pitch. Kovacic is a player that I just think would just walk into our team. I think he's absolutely phenomenal. Um, he's everything that I think this club midfield cries out for. And they're strong at the back. They don't concede goals. And, mm. you know... Again, they're strong at fullback. Marcus Alonso's become a, a key part of their side, and they've got youth and talent and 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 players that can really affect games. The Pulisic's and the even the ZX who don't really play that much. Um, yeah, yeah. And the Verners, who's hardly the Verner, who everyone, everyone. Concerned with Liverpool more, 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 some more than others, were throwing all kinds of abuse at, at the the ownership and and all kinds of frustrations that we hadn't signed him and it hasn't kind of worked out. But again, that's 
that we would probably argue was our main target last season, our number one target, and he can't get a game. Yeah, although Jada's done all right, haven't he? Here, let's go. Oh, listen, I think, I think in hindsight, <laughs> it's one of the, it's, it's it's kind of the Salah one where I don't think he was our number one target at the time, but we end up with him and we all just go, wow, he wasn't that lucky. Yeah, hundred percent. I was. It was one of them ones where <clears throat> we dodged a bullet a wee bit. It just worked out, didn't it? But no, you're listening. You're right. I mean, Lukaku, best number nine in the world. Mm, don't know. I've Lewandowski, Haaland, um, for for me. But but for them and the way they play, he's so effective. And I, I know what you mean, and that. I struggle to think of a number nine that would be. He's he's, he's exactly what they lacked. He, you know, Werner was a bit lightweight up front for them, missed loads of chances. Lukaku's come in, and he just looks every inch um, a one hundred million pound player. Which what a hundred million pound player is these days. He's he's just a big, dominant, strong forward. He's physically bullies centre backs. He, he brings people into play. He's set up a lot of goals as well because he's he's really good at turning and getting into space and drawing defenders and then yeah, people. It's in. a it's a fast it's a facet of his game. Apparently, Conte worked really really hard on. I know the chief and I were probably at the top of the list of of um, uh, doubters when it came to can he do what what Tuchel wants him to do, which is which is take it into take it in and, and hold it up and not be that player that constantly runs in behind and. You know, Conte's evolved him apparently in that element and, and that 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 element of his game, and you can he, see he, it, he, can't you? Yeah, of course you can. He, he just looks far more mobile than he did at United, doesn't he? He just looks far sharper. He doesn't look as he, he doesn't look as big. He looks just really muscular and he looks really really strong, but he looks leaner than he did. Um, he's very very sharp turning. He's a really good goal scorer. Um. He's definitely massively improves their chances of competing for the big trophies. Not that with the players they have, they should anyway, but he just gives them that that bit extra in the final third. He just really does sort of, you talk about the jigsaw, the final piece. I think if you're a Chelsea fan, you're thinking last season, there was a lot of games they dominated and you were thinking, you know, just need a player there that can just put the ball away and, he just dominates their forward line now. Everything goes through him. And yeah. And and you're right, the balance of their squad, they they've got you know, it's a stereotype. We we talk about it with City, but they really do. You look at fullback, you look at centre back, they've got great options. Got great options. They can rotate. They've got they've got quality in the middle of the park. I'd probably say that in the centre of the park. You know, with the sort of areas where, um, where, where Kovacic, um, can't well, they have four play. for two there, Johnny. They four for two, two in, in Kovacic, um, Jorginho, Kante, and, and now Saul. Uh, uh, yeah, they, they got Saul, of course, yeah. of course. And that, that does, I mean, that's a clever sign, and you're absolutely right. That's a good shout. Um, there's so many late deals, you sometimes forget about them. They, they, yeah. Listen, there's, there's not even that, that, that answers that one. They've, they've got real good quality know-how in there, and then they've got these really good sort of 
creative players that can go wide, can cut inside. They're a goal threat. They can they can beat players. You know, you've got Zayek, you've got uh, Pulisic like that 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 can do that. Then you've got you, you know your Havertz uh, Mount's a really good creative player. You know, they they just there's even Hudson Adoy that can come in there and do a bit of a cameo. Yeah, they they do. They have absolutely loads, and 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 most importantly of all, they've they've got a they've got a proper manager. I mean, we laugh, and they've got a proper keeper now as well. Absolutely, Nandy's a really really good commanding goalkeeper. Good on the floor, good reliable shot stopper. Command commands his area well, and. And they've got a coach, you know, and that's, as you've seen with Man United, not having a world-class coach can really, really hold you back. And I've no doubt that's why United won't be and in the And as we saw with Lampard as well, let's be fair. Abs- well, absolutely. And I mean, but the thing with Chelsea is they're, they're absolutely ruthless. <laughs> if, 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 uh, if Roman Abramovich was calling the shots at, uh, at Man United, you can be absolutely sure that uh, Solskjaer would be nowhere near them. Um because he's ruthless, and that's not always a good. I'm not always saying that's the right way to do things, but Chelsea are remarkably successful for a team that churns out managers. It works for uh, them. Their buy their uh, and bust approach works for them. We said it time and time again. It really, really does. It does. They they pay the compensation. There's other clubs couldn't afford to do it, but you know you've seen it. Whether it was Mourinho or Conte or or Avram Grant or Gus Hiddink or Scolari. You know, Scolari, Amve, Villas Boas, Timoteo wins the Champions League. Now he's terrible. See you later, big lad. Yeah, it's, it's remarkable, really. I mean, Lampard really was out of his depth. They'd done nothing at Derby. It was pure sentiment that he, that he got that job. But, but Tuchel is, he's world class. He's a, he's a really good manager. He showed it in the way that he's in the big games against Man City, the Champions League final, he's shown it. Uh, he's, he's showing that he can do it. He showed at Anfield with, when they went down to ten men. You know, there's, there's, there. I very much doubt there's another team in England that could go down to ten men at half time and concede a penalty, and then go level, like Liverpool equalise, and could come out in the second half and be pretty comfortable. I mean, we had a lot of shots and stuff, and we we had some chances, but you know, he, they, 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 they for me. Obviously, you can never write off City. I know they had a bad City are one of the teams we always talk about this, aren't they? City City could win 12 in the bounce, and you wouldn't even be surprised. That's what they do, and they're still well capable of doing it. Uh, but Chelsea have a look about them. I thought they were really impressive yesterday. I thought they bullied Spurs second half. They were clinical. They looked dangerous at set pieces. They brought on Kante for Mount. They changed their approach physically. It was men against boys. By the end, they were tapping it around, playing five aside in the box. They could have been ruthless and probably scored five or six. So, yeah, they're 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 a big threat. There's no doubt about it. They're a big threat, and they're a big threat for the Champions League as well. You know, obviously yep. the holders. Yeah, they're all. We'll not go to United because I I, I don't think they're a big threat. Um, City are City are an interesting one. Um, for me, unlike Chelsea, they haven't really addressed the key issues in the squad. Um, we know they wanted Kane. It didn't happen. Um, although they're not giving up lots of chances, they're still giving up big chances. Um, and people say they got it together last season. 
people think Ruben Diaz is the second coming. Um, but there's just, for me, given how we look, given how Chelsea look and, 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 and analysing their squad, for me, City are, I think they're just a, they're just a notch behind. Um, yeah, a notch behind Chelsea or behind? Uh... A notch behind both of us, I think. I think I think that I think there's there's elements in their game that that just aren't quite there, and we we you know we look at our set pieces for example, and you know that that's a distinct advantage we have over, have over Manchester City, and I just think we're we're better at the at the the incremental gains than they are. We know what Guardiola is like; he's where to do his approach, um, and he wants to play a certain type of football, and he wants to have a certain type of footballer in his team. I would say that they're probably, you know, if Rodri's not playing, they're one of the smallest sides in the league as well. And for me, I think we're now somewhere between sort of Premier League mid-2000s, where it was very physical, and Premier League of five years ago, where it was it all became very technical. And I think we're somewhere in between that. And that's where Guardiola may struggle a little bit with this Manchester City side. Yeah, you know, I I agree with that, and I, I have agreed with it uh, um, for seasons now. Because uh, you know, if you if you look at how to, you know, how to win a Premier League, then you know that there are different strategies, and the strategy that uh, Manchester City has used, and and I think Chelsea are trying to do the same now, is having, um, you know, effectively at least. Uh, two sides that 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 could you know win any game in in a Premier League, um, you know just by having lots of uh, you know uh, very good players. Um, uh, what what comes into play then is is uh, how good uh, the coach is, how good uh, you know the manager is, and how, how well he uh, he manages to 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 keep everyone everyone happy and to. To change uh, his his side every week uh, a bit, so he can keep everyone fresh and and still win things. And and uh, you know, Guardiola has been a, a master in doing that. But I think Guardiola is is someone who is um, dominant, but uh, at the same time, he is uh, he is a very self conscious man in the sense that he he, he is someone who is easily threatened. I think. Um, a testament to this is is his uh, encounters encounters with uh, with Zlatan Ibrahimovic, who you know called him lots of things, but you know uh, not good things uh, to to clarify. <clears throat> and uh, he he got him in just because he 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 thought he needed a a, a big centre forward, you know the number nine that he craves now, uh, um, you know supposedly. Allegedly, and uh, um, but you know he, he couldn't get used to the fact that that uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic was not only uh, you know uh, big in in uh, in a physical sense, but also you know, had a very big personality and wanted to to do things differently, and clashed with with both uh, Pep Guardiola as as well as um, Leo Messi. <clears throat> I think what he does is is that he uh, he uh, he 
he gathers, um, he accrues a, a, um, a squad of players that that will listen to him and won't um, won't question any of his decisions. Uh, how strange they may be, uh, you know. You know, we all know that that uh, that he makes some strange decisions in in, in important games and uh, and. Um, and and the, the 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 games against us, but also the Champions League final is is testament to this, I think. So what you what you get then is is a is a is a squad full of of, of players who can't decide for themselves, and I think that that we are seeing this right now, and and they are very very good football players, and most of them of a certain type, and um, I think the, the most um, a not Pep player is is is, is maybe Kevin De Bruyne, um, and this is why he's probably the most you know um, uh, obviously frustrated one, I would say. Um, <clears throat> and 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 I think this is this will be their dawn, downfall, and and it might not, uh, you know, that they won't struggle for 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 relegation. That, that you know they they will be in in. in in the top four and 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 maybe even um, uh, challenge for 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 the league title, but I don't think it's it's a, the the foregone conclusion that that lots of you know analysts and 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 so-called pundits uh, had. Um, uh, I think that's because you know that's you know what, what would it's an example of the lazy journalism that that we have seen. Um, I think they. Did have a, a very poor season last season, but you know all of the other clubs had, had even poorer seasons, including us. If they have the season that they had, then they won't be champions, uh, I think. And all of the other teams um, will improve, uh, I'm sure. You know, um, again, and I'm, maybe we are the best example of that. But also Chelsea will now have a full season of, of Tuchel. Who has his own um, weaknesses, I think, on the team management side, but we will see in due course. I, I would say uh, I I have been uh, for foreseeing uh, a somewhat of a, of of a, of a downfall of of Manchester City for years now, and I think if uh, the that that black magic that that curse that that was um, cast on us uh, last season that hadn't occurred you know all of these incredible uh, injuries uh, wouldn't have uh, been then and, and we would have uh, had our uh, second league title uh, and you know in, in a row and i think then the crisis at manchester city would have been uh, more manifest than it uh, is now but i think there is a crisis there i think they are very frustrated about the fact that they uh, can't seem to be able to to win a Manchester a, 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 a Champions League, um, uh, and, and because you know that 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 is has been their priority for years now. I think um, they have this uh, done that uh, uh, been there done that feel uh, about the the Premier League. Uh, we saw it last Saturday. I think uh, again. Um, I think. They, there is a crisis there in the waiting in in the making. Uh, I, I think we are um, we are watching it already, but uh, it hasn't occurred yet that that there is uh, that there is real trouble brewing there. I think um, I, it wouldn't surprise me if Guardiola doesn't end this season and and he won't be sacked, but he he might just 
take off himself. You know, he's now starting to um, to 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 pick fights with with their own uh, supporters. Uh, and so uh, these are all signs of 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 um, you know something not being very right at Manchester City. I they, they might win 12 games in a row. That wouldn't surprise me uh, uh, as well, but. Um, it would surprise me if they win the, the the league this year. It would really surprise me, and I think, um, yeah, it's it, it. You know, we are playing them in in a couple of weeks. Uh, Chelsea are playing them, I think, uh, next week, next um, weekend. Yeah, this Saturday. Yeah, they've, they've so, got us, and then they have, and as the, sorry, they have Chelsea, and then they have us. So I think we'll, you're probably right, but all things will be a lot clearer after that. Exactly. Um, to maybe where they stand. So, just to finish this off, Johnny, um, you know, Pearl said there's maybe a bit of a been there, done that field of the Premier League. I think City will certainly have a been there, done that field of the League Cup, and it's the League Cup during the week. Um, <laughs> the Man City reserve trophy, to, yeah, just to keep them fresh. Yeah, against mm-hmm. all of the reserve teams that they draw. Um, on their way to the yeah. final. So, yeah. look, I think let's forget about City um, because I'm, I'm bored of them. But I've kind of scribbled out a team here for for the Nords game. So I think oh. let's. So let's just. Do you want Do you want me to guess? And do you, do you want me to say? Go you, ahead. You say the, Go through. You say that. You say the position, and I'll say who I think, and then you. All right. Say well, well, do you know what? Let's all three of us do that. So. Okay. Uh, and then we'll finish this off. So, Johnny, goalkeeper? Uh, Kelleher. Yeah, Beryl? Yeah, Kelleher. Yeah, I would agree. Johnny, let's go right back. I think the kid from Norn might get a wee shout, Bradley. I agree. Beryl? Oh, that's a good shout. You know, um, Millie playing two games in a row would probably be unwise. So, okay, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, and I think from, from what I hear, Connor Bradley was... I don't think he played in the All 23 team. Yeah. Um, during the week, so I th- yeah, I think there's a fair chance that Connor Bradley will start. And I think after the after his, his I don't know what 25 minute cameo against against Switzerland, I'm really excited to see him play. So I really do hope so. Um, let's go right centre half. I think Gomez. Oh, yeah, Gomez. Okay, Gomez. All right, okay. All right. I was going to go Kanate along with Phillips, but you guys have to presume think Gomez and Phillips then? Yes. I would think so, yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, left back? That'll be Sydney, won't it? It's got to be. Yeah, Burrell? Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know who, who uh, you know, who's the under twenty-one player for for on left back right now. Is it Owen Beck? Uh, I, it's I probably, think he went. Did he not go? I think he went on loan to Scotland I, somewhere. I might be wrong. I really don't know. I yeah. think it's just a good opportunity to give Simakas more minutes, isn't it? I mean, he's only played one game in the last four or something. So yeah, he probably could. Yeah. Yeah, so, I think. Yeah, I think it's what probably. We, I think what you do have there is you've got. You've got two really strong options at left back. So I think if he's going to go Robertson at the weekend against Brentford, I would presume that he would go Simicus. So I, I I agree with you. Um, we'll do the two. We'll do the two more advanced midfielders first. You know the the right of the three and the left of the three because I think the six is a bit of a 
a bit of yeah. a toss up. So I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm. What are you guys thinking for those two? I'm thinking that he'll go with Curtis because he's already said Curtis Jones is playing. Yeah. Lenders has said that, and I think Ox. Yeah, Beryl, I would agree with that. Yeah, and and if I'm May, mm-hmm. then, then I and then I would put Nabi Keita in the middle. Okay, it's an interesting one. Um, but he, an interesting he, he, one. He, he might have to play at the weekend, so you know, maybe not. Yeah, Johnny, what are you thinking? I would have said Milner, but <laughs> if they think Milner's got it in him after playing on. Given Trancell as well, they might think no. We we might just need to keep. Yeah, kid is kid is a shout there actually. So he what I think he'll do, I I don't know. Would, would he potentially draft draft another twenty three player in that midfield? It's possible. I think he might do that thing that he did with Van Dijk and Marup last year, or Van Dijk and Fabinho sometimes, where he just gives them a half each. And yeah. I think you might see like Naby and Hendo. Just for exactly. a half each. Yeah, yeah, it could do. So could I'm, do. I, I'm kind of, I'm gonna go on that. Um, the front three, the front three, I think. Again, I think it's fairly straightforward, guys. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be, I think it'll be, Taki, and Origi, and I think Young Gordon will play. Yeah. 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 That's what I have down there all. Yeah, it's it, what you what you said. It's it's straightforward. I'm I'm really excited to see. Uh, uh, I don't even know if it it's is it Cady or is it Cade? I don't know. I'm but, not you know, quite sure Gordon. myself, to be honest. We'll ask him. We'll just call him Gordon <laughs> until we work it out. Yeah. Flash well, Gordon. Yeah, yep, <laughs> Flash Gordon. All right. Oh, so yeah. So I, cool. I think I'll go with that. I think um, you know, I think Bradley Jones and, and Gordon will be. It'll be interesting um, to get a look at those guys. Um, I think Curtis Jones is a massive role to play this year. I think we, I think we've forgotten how good he is. I, hope so. um, I think like certainly the, the cameos against Milan and um, and Palace of the weekend were really, really encouraging. And yeah, I, I think I think the kid could be anything he wants. And he looks as though he might, although he's a bit of a, a character, he looks as though he might have the the. Um, the mentality to be everything he wants. So, guys, on that note, thanks for joining me. Appreciated that. Um, I hope you all weren't too bored uh, with, I'm sure you just weren't, because we're talking about the Reds and, and all the teams that we're going to be. So, until next time, up the finish ahead of Brighton and we win the league, Reds. <laughs>